T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, you have questions about the White Sox. We have answers for you. Chuck Garfine. Is his name on the World Series trophy? No. But it's that kind of stuff that wins championships. White Sox pre and post host. You know, I love Chuck Garfine, the post game show. Host of Sox Talk Podcast. What do you think about the moves the White Sox have made so far this offseason? Seeing the moves we made, the, the player additions, and get to work. You know, it's time to shift gears to winning baseball on the south side. Chuck Garfine on the Mully and Haw Show on 670 The Score. Here's some hip-hop. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Always fun to talk to our friend Chuck Garfine from NBC Sports Chicago. Does a great job covering the White Sox, and he joins us from camp. He's been in camp, for God's sake. He's... Uh, He's gotten himself in the shape of his life. And uh, and Chuck joins us, as all guests do, on the Score Hotline, presented to you by Soda Weight Loss. Visit SodaWeightLoss.com. That's S-O-T-A. Chuck, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It is spring training. I'd like to think, though, I'm in midseason nice. form. And and it's nice to know that Lucas Giolito watches our postgame shows. Chuck, I got to tell you, um, Elvis Andrews, signing yesterday is probably as happy a moment as I've had as a Sox fan since <laughs> I don't know when, uh, at least a year or two. Well, how about Tony? Yeah. You weren't, you weren't happy uh, about you know, I wasn't on, I wasn't upset about it. And I liked the idea that it meant that uh, Aloy was going to be the DH. And then lo and behold, I heard that he was going to play some right field and uh, that kind of erased a smile. So I, I'm just saying, since since Tony came to town, uh, this is a really happy story, and I I think it's really important because we know that the new rules indicate that you must have uh, a shortstop and you must have a second baseman. Yeah, this was a move that seemed to make too much sense. I have been hearing for about a week or so that he talking about Elvis Andrews still wanted to come back to the White Sox, obviously. There had to be an agreement made. 
And it happened right before pitchers, not pitchers and catchers, right before the full squad uh, reported here to Glendale. So I'm not sure if Andrews is going to be there today, but, you know, I think this, it completes the off season for me. Now you could talk about the Mike Clevenger thing. That's still kind of an incomplete situation from a roster standpoint, but there was just a lot of, there were a lot of question marks about second base with Lenin Sosa, Romy Gonzalez. Are they able to do it? Well, we know Elvis Andrews, from what he did last year, playing shortstop. He's never played second base before, but I'm pretty sure he'll be fine, just fine at second base. And one thing that's really sneaky about him, uh, nine homers with the White Sox in 43 games last year, that was huge. And then this is really under the radar and something that I'm really watching for this season with these rule changes. I think stolen bases are going to be going up this year Mm. because of the larger bases. Those bang-bang plays at second base, well, they're – some of them are not going to be bang, bang anymore because of those four inches. Actually, it's more like eight or nine inches because there's four inches on each side, first base and second base. And Elvis Andrews with the White Sox last year, despite his age, was 11 for 11 in stolen bases. So uh, he'll be a guy who will do a lot of little things. And I know Pedro Grafal is all about that. So it's a great signing, one year, $3 million, paying a physical. So uh, looking forward to seeing him back with the White Sox. And, Chuck, you bring up the Mike Clevenger situation. I think that's also part of this because the Benintendi signing was great, but it came at a time where you expected them to do something. This news comes at a time when, frankly, you needed some good news if you're a White Sox fan, and, frankly, the organization needed it as badly to change the subject. How would you describe the way the Sox have handled this and what is the next step in this process are you talking about clevenger yes how they've handled you know what it is what it is and i I, how have they handled it i mean in my opinion they've handled it as best they could as best they can i think rick Hahn. i know rick Hahn knew this was going to be a bad day that was going to be a bad day when he would have to address the media about something that none of us want to talk about it's a terrible situation i feel the worst for this child who has to Mm -hmm. who's going to grow up into all this news being out there about her parents. So um, I think under the circumstances, they've handled it as good as they possibly could. And, you know, the good thing is, yes, Elvis Andrews is in camp. There'll be spring training games. We'll be talking about that. Um, At some point, there will be some resolution with this investigation. So it's kind of, you know, when I arrived here, I'm like, well, it's the elephant in the room. But at the same time, there's so much stuff going on with the White Sox. Good. Like, you know, there's stories. Every single player in this facility is a story. And big stories, medium stories, little stories that it really just, to me, being here just dwarfs what's going on with Mike Clevenger. And at some point, like I said, we'll find out. But in the meantime, it's, you know, spring training is here. And uh, everything is pointing up, in my opinion, with the White Sox. But then again, those are just words. They got to do it on the field, and we'll see what happens. You know, we know that Liam Hendricks is uh, is out, and he had the cancer diagnosis, and he is uh, going through treatment. He also showed up at camp, and Yasmani Grandal says that uh, that he's going to throw this year. That he believes that uh, Hendricks believes he's coming back. We saw a really emotional response from. Uh, Ethan Katz, God bless him, and uh, and yeah, obviously hope for the best for Liam Hendricks. But but who do you believe will be the closer on this team? Well, I'll tell you this about Liam. So he has been here now for the most part. I mean, everyone says was we're saying to us in the media, 
Yeah, we see them here almost every day. And for the first four or five days in camp, none of us in the media had even seen him. He's coming in. He's mainly been throwing basically behind closed doors just, you know, to do it privately. So I don't know how often specifically he's been there. But yesterday, in walks Liam Hendricks, walks into the clubhouse. And then we all saw him throwing uh, in the stadium, doing some long throwing, long tossing. So it's really, really uplifting to see him out here. And we'll see. He's going through the cancer treatments. And there's not going to be any answer, not even an answer, any kind of, I guess, projection about whether he'll be able to pitch for the White Sox until the end of spring training. So maybe he, at the end of the year, he ends up being the closer. Who knows? But I, the plan right now is, this is from Pedro Grafal, is going to be a closer by committee approach. They are going to look at matchups. They're going to look at who's feeling what, who's feeling the best, who they're facing that day, that inning. So it's going to be a, probably a combination of Kendall Graveman, Ronaldo Lopez, maybe Joe Kelly, uh, maybe at some point Garrett Crochet, who uh, right now it's looking like he'll be back with the White Sox coming off Tommy John surgery in mid-May. So uh, that's kind of their approach right now. Seasons take all sorts of different directions. But uh, for mid to late February, that is the plan right now. So if the White Sox do have to do some contingency planning for the fifth starter nobody wants to talk about, Chuck, who are the candidates maybe to step into that role? So I'm looking into that, and there's obviously Davis Martin. By the way, Davis Martin, I was here all of the spring training last year. I did not see Davis Martin once playing a single spring training game. He didn't. He was on the backfield the whole time. And look what he turned into. So – I'll have to. I, I'll admit that Pedro rattled off about four names yesterday about possible number five starters who could be like who Davis Martin was last year, and I had to check my notes because I hadn't really heard of them. <laughs> so I have to do some research on these guys because they might turn into Davis Martin this year. Uh, so there are some guys they can turn to, and uh, we'll see. But that's that's. Watch spring training baseball because I think the White Sox will be throwing a lot of those guys in there to see what they have here in spring because they might have to lean on those guys, uh, you know, if Clevenger pitches or not. You know, it, you can't go into a season thinking, yeah, five or six starters, we're good. You need about ten. So uh, that's something to watch. Chuck, we talked to uh, Craig Goldstein earlier in the program. He is the uh, managing editor of Baseball Prospectus, and he said the Pakoda number for the Sox – jumped when they signed Elvis Andrews. It's now 79. <laughs> well, I asked Lance Lynn this exact question. Uh, you can listen to it on the White Sox Talk podcast. It dropped today. His thoughts on the projections, and I'll try and clean it up here live on the radio, uh, because the, the numbers we've seen, you know, computer projections have ranged from 74 to 79. And this is before the Andrews signing. Now I guess Pakota has him at 79. Uh, he said, well, you know what? We, uh, we went 81 and 81 last year, and we had – this is where I'm cleaning it up. We had a crappy season, and we went 81 and 81. So I'd like to think those projections are going to be wrong. We're going to be a better team this year. And Lynn said, 
he has been on the White Sox three years, and the computers have been wrong, positively and negatively, all three seasons. So, I, go ahead. What are you going to say? I, I love Lance Lynn, but I, the fact is, like, they were bad because the players that were responsible for that are still here. So, I don't understand that logic because they were bad. I'll it, tell you why. It wasn't anybody's I'll, fault. This, They're bad. Yeah, so this was a worst-case scenario season. Other than Dylan Cease, maybe, okay, Ronaldo Lopez, other than those two guys, everybody, every single player on the entire roster had a subpar season and or were hurt for a large amount of time. And they won 81 games. Hmm. So, yeah, it's mainly the same roster. Now you don't have a Abreu, but you do have – Andrew Vaughn playing first base and not being an outfielder. Liam Hendricks, obviously that's a situation that they're going into the season without him. But there's a different coaching staff, and there's a lot of guys coming in here who are going to, who I know want to prove what happened last year was an aberration, that this is going to be a different season. If you go from a worst-case scenario season to a better season, potentially much better season, this team's going to win 10 more games just like that. That's how I look at it. Now, again, these are words, um, but I think there's a lot of motivation, a lot of motivation for a team. A year ago, everyone was really, really, really excited about. And I'm not saying the team's winning a World Series, but for them to only win 79 games, if they win 79 games, we're going to have uh, – a lot to discuss at the end of this season. I'll just say that. So, Chuck, when you look at this group, all right, and I'm talking about – you know how they line up. I'm talking about Tim Anderson is a big part of this, and he wasn't there. Moncada hasn't been good in a long time. Um, you go into the outfield. Andrew Benatendi is a huge upgrade, and it means that Aloy can play DH, please, God. Uh, we know Luis Robert has got to get better. We know that uh, – Hopefully, uh, Oscar Colas will be what we hope he will be, which is a legitimate uh, uh, right fielder and a guy with a strong enough arm and, and who can really add some things to the to the team. We don't know if Grandal's going to hold up at catcher. We think Andrew Vaughn will be very good for himself, and hopefully Elvis can play well enough, and, and we know who the backup player. Who, who are you looking at? as the guy that has to be the catalyst? Who has to be the guy that carries this team or puts it on his back or or reveals himself to be like a big leader of the group? Okay, so it's tough to answer just one. Yeah. But I'll start with Tim Anderson because, like they have said, the players have said, everyone has you know, echoed this. He goes, they go, mm. right? And we've seen that. And he was off to a really good start last season. Uh, but obviously the team was still playing around 500 and, but there was so much weighing this team down that that wasn't even going to make a difference anyway. So you start with him, Luis Robert, you know, this is a big year for him. Hmm. He has yet to play a hundred games in a season. Think about that has yet to play a hundred games in a season. And this is someone who is arguably the best player on the team is, has a chance to be an MVP. If you get a Luis Robert playing 140 games, I mean, if I say 140, that means he's going on the injured list and he still is playing 140 games. You know, 
that is going to push this team in, in a way that we haven't seen it since 2020 when he played 55, I think was the number of the 60 games in the pandemic season. So I think it starts with those two guys offensively, but you know, it's a, it's a team game. I think having Andrews here, he's like a glue guy that the Sox just don't have or didn't have offensively. Uh, Lance Lynn is the bonafide leader of this pitching staff and the Sox needed a, uh, a vocal leader, a glue guy in their, on the, on the position side of things. And Andrews is that guy. And we saw that at the end of the year when just things were just not going well with the team. He's trying to keep the ship afloat. So uh, you can go all around the diamond. And I'll tell you this about Oscar Colas. I've seen him a little bit, mm. you know, playing. Not here. He'll report today. Uh, and I've talked to a lot of people about him. Uh, he hit a ball 470 feet last season in double A. Goes up to triple A. Hit a, had a, had played like nine games, hit two homers and uh, had two doubles. He's got a strong arm, plate discipline. We'll have to watch that. Uh, the White Sox are extremely, extremely high on him. The best thing for him is he doesn't have to come here and bat third, fourth, fifth. He's going to bat like seventh or eighth if everybody's healthy. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to watching him. He's an electric player, uh, and we'll see uh, how he progresses. So uh, I am feeling positive. Um, there are a lot of White Sox fans who are feeling negative. I asked Lance Lynn about that in my conversation with him, and he even acknowledged that a media member or two gave the White Sox offseason front office grade an F, but it's up to them to prove everybody wrong. But, Chuck, you can't blame them, can you? I, I mean, no. I, I, you understand where that's coming from, right? You understand the root of the negativity or the pessimism. This is a team that underachieved last year and didn't do a whole lot in the offseason, so I guess that's – isn't that skepticism warranted? Yeah, I'm not saying I don't agree with it. Um, I, I, it's out there. And I think what the part of the reason was this. You have this terrible season that went on for months and months and months and months. And you just feel that the entire offseason because you haven't had seen a game played. And, you know, I think I, I know what Sox fans wanted more done in the offseason. But I'll tell you this. And I, other than I'm adding, like, Aaron Judge – like the high, I mean, Trey Turner, those kind of players. And it would have been great if they added them. But other than adding those guys, you know, it wouldn't, it's not going to matter who the White Sox added, in my opinion, if, if Mankata, Grandal, PA, Robert, Jimenez, the nucleus of this team does what they did last year. If they do that again, it's not going to matter who they add. So I really feel like, uh, it's up to the nucleus. Obviously, I'm not going to discount the additions of Ben Attendee and uh, Andrews. I mean, those are big moves, and we'll see what happens with Clevenger. Um, but, you know, I gave the White Sox offseason grade a C. A C, I didn't give them an F because they finally found a left fielder and a left-handed bat in Ben Attendee. I love that. Um, and something I'm watching this, off or this spring training, the Billy Hamilton signing is massive. To me, it's a small move, but it's massive because he means a ton in this clubhouse as he did in 2021, and they were missing that. He has a great effect on Tim Anderson. He gives a lot of great defense, and I think stolen bases, right. I, I say it once and I, I can't say it enough, are going to be big. And you right now have maybe the best, one of the best base stealers in the game on this team. He has to make it out of spring training, but 
that's a sneaky move the Sox made in the offseason. Uh, yeah, I, I find that interesting. Are there any other players you think have a chance to make it out of spring training that we're not talking about? Is there anyone else that's kind of a buzz in camp? And this is another one. that I, I That's just why I give the White Sox offseason a C and not an F like others have. Watch Hanser Alberto. Um, he crushes left-handed hitters. If you ask the Los Angeles Dodgers last season, one of the most popular and likable uh, players in their clubhouse, it was him. It was him. He does a lot of the little things. He played under Grafol and a couple of these coaches with the Royals. Uh, he, again, has to make the team out of spring training, but he brings a lot to the table in the clubhouse. And people might think, well, who cares about the clubhouse? It's like they got to do it on the field. Um, it's a long season. It is a, there's a lot of twists and turns, and you need guys that see through the trees and if not do it themselves, get other guys pumped up and ready to play, and he's one of those guys. Um, so, you know, he's not, he's not going to hit 10 home runs. Uh, he's an infielder. He can play second base, third and short. I think those are the three he plays. Um, and we'll see if he makes the team. But I talked to Pedro about him, and he was just glowing about Hansel Alberto, he's about 30 years old. Um, the Dodgers love him, and he's here with the White Sox. Great stuff, Chuck. Really appreciate it. Great catching up. Thanks, Chuck. All right. See you guys. That is Chuck Garfine, NBC Sports, Chicago, covering the White Sox. That's fun. Yep. You know why? Because that's like that's about as positive as I've ever heard anyone about the Sox. I mean, that, yep. I got to be honest with you. I, I'm so down in the dumps about the White Sox. Very pleased about Elvis Andrews, but uh, very interesting to hear from Chuck. Makes me feel better. Thank you, Chuck. All right. <laughs> I'm just looking for any kind of uh, positive there to be prepared. Apparently. 312-644-6767 is the number. And you laugh at me, David. That's I'm not okay. laughing at you. You are literally no, laughing at me. I no, wish the camera We're not on Twitch today. Yeah. Why Sorry about we that, guys. Twitch? What happened? What went wrong, what Justin? Play Mint. Mully and Haw on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. A six-time All-Star from the Chicago Bulls, who is an undisputed master of the mid-range, DeMar DeRozan. Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Good to see the master of the mid-range. He was there. His family's there. He was uh, playing in the game, and he had a pretty decent game. He didn't Jason Tatum the whole thing, but he did all right for himself. Well, the only reason I think you can say that without any hesitation is because the game was a joke of a competition. Yes. There was no yes. real energy. There was no danger exerted. involved. There was no risk involved yes. in having DeMar DeRozan on the court after missing the games that he missed. Right. Maybe it's a bad look, but it's the NBA, so I think that you could understand – him playing in the game technically is true, but basically what he was doing was breaking a sweat, and he has to do that anyway. So there was no real danger to him getting injured any worse than he was. 16 minutes, six rebounds, five assists, eight points. That's pretty good. For team – he, uh, he was on Team Giannis, yeah. And he was taken fairly high. I was worried that well, he'd see, be a later draft pick. I'm just saying, when did they take him? Like the fourth pick? I don't, the fourth I, pick. The fourth pick. I didn't see the draft. I was at the How are game. you doing? I watched the game when I got home, the but draft, I didn't watch the draft. The draft was unbelievable. Was because really? I, here's the thing. Who did LeBron take again? His <laughs> first pick was Anthony Edwards. Okay. He's clearly recruiting the kid. Oh, Why on. else would you t- – who would take Anthony Edwards first in a draft? Okay? So, obviously, uh, you know, Giannis took um, uh, Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. Now that that's a good pick. The guy yeah. just won the three point shooting contest. I think he scored like fifty something points in a game the other day, right? His last game before the break. Yes, he's red hot. I want to win. Give me that great player. Then it goes to LeBron, and he's like, "Where, like, where can I get a guy who will follow me to L.A. and make my life a little bit easier?" Oh, I can. I could forge this relationship. That was ridiculous. That's what. That's what he does. That's what that's, he tries he to do. He had Anthony Davis well, as his number one pick a couple of years ago. Look exactly, what happened to that. Maybe exactly, Anthony Davis. Well, they won a title, then they everyone got injured and old. Well, they're still injured and old, which is why yeah. I wouldn't follow LeBron anywhere. But LeBron said. That he is uh, that these final twenty three games of yeah. the season are the most important of his career. So well, I, apparently he's going to actually play in twenty three consecutive games. Uh, is that what he's telling us? Because well, he, he takes some time off. I don't yeah, know load management knows. is not a thing, and maybe Anthony, not when you're fighting for a playoff spot. No, they, as they are, and Anthony Edwards is the guy that doesn't believe in load management. I think that was refreshing to hear from a young player kind of talk in those terms because uh, LeBron has taken a lot of nights off, especially since breaking the record. And that's his prerogative. But it's one of those things that uh, it was good to hear a young player kind of push back at that idea. If there's anything I could change about the league to make it better, probably just all the guys sitting resting. That's the only thing I probably don't like. Just play, man. If, if you 80%, you got to play. I, I don't I don't like all the sitting, missing games and stuff like these people. These people might 
have enough money to come to one game, you know what I'm saying? And it, that might be the game they come to and then you sitting out, you know what I'm saying? So I take pride in trying to play every game because I don't know, it might be one fan that has never seen me play and I'm trying to play. So I don't. that's the only thing I don't like, uh, guys just sitting out. That just filled in the blank. If LeBron wants to take half the season off, he's got to get someone to come in and play. See, I think he said that before the draft, and, the, and he, LeBron yeah. clearly didn't hear what he had to say. Because oh. <laughs> he was criticizing guys like that. Well, I And know. good for him. Yeah, I, I love good that. Good for him. Yeah. But then we're talking about the master of the mid-range who, you know, took a couple nights off. LeBron, DeMar DeRozan doesn't do that, though, typically. He has good reasons for missing, and I yes. don't want to make too much of him playing the All-Star game after sitting out before the All-Star break for a team that really clearly needed him but um, is reeling nonetheless. But this is good, though, because, Molly, here we are. It's Monday. It's February 20th. Mm -hmm. And we have a couple days to look forward to no Bulls losses, no Bulls yeah. angst, no Bull. I mean, how about this? Bulls. No Bulls. Um, games. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, no. No Bulls hits. Right. That's right. One or, word. Or misses. Um, yeah. So I what I'm saying is that that clears that up for me. I also believe that the Bulls play on Friday. We typically don't work Saturday. You do a, a baseball show, but yes. we won't have to react to that. And that gives us a couple days to sort of get our Bulls thoughts together. I'm sure there's going to be <laughs> a lot there. Uh, yeah. There'll be somebody signed and everyone will overreact and think that this is the savior, but it's high. You know, the, the only legitimate conversation about the Bulls and maybe we should have it tomorrow. Maybe it, maybe it would be a legitimate um, uh, pick six. Should the Bulls try to lose? Is it time for the Bulls to understand where they are in the season and just try to get their top four Because they're pick. pretty good at it. That top four pick is protected. <laughs> this losing thing kind of agrees with the Bulls. Well, I'm just saying. Are you more interested in seeing them in the play-in game? Last we checked. Or are you more interested in, in, in keeping their losing we, their draft we pick? We talked or, about this Friday. Yes. 32% chance of maintaining the top four pick. Incredible. Because they have the seventh worst, worst record in the league. And they have, you know, that's probably a higher percentage than of them winning uh, the playoff series or even uh, a play-in game. I'm, so, I'm making a grunting noise. I don't approve of all the losing. I don't like it, losing. But it, are they I, at a point now where they're better off losing than winning? They may Is be better that, off. I hate encouraging it, but yeah. I think that it's a it's a point well taken. Here's what I think it leads to, a, a broader conclusion that we can make, I can make, without any hesitation, I think, after thinking about it over the weekend. Yeah. The Bulls are so bad. And so disappointing. Yes. I would prefer that they don't sign anybody in the buyout market. Because whether it's Russell Westbrook or, or Patrick Beverly or uh, John Wall, I don't think it's worth the money, the investment, the time. It might be very entertaining for us. But you've got guys who are young players that probably could benefit from the minutes. You have Patrick Williams, a young player, could probably benefit from the increased workload if you're missing a player like a DeMar DeRozan or whatever the case may be. I, I don't get the logic in a team that's lost as many as the Bulls have in a row going after, say, Russell Westbrook at this point. Um, Jalen uh, Terry could be a guy that could get some time. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Jalen Terry is a guy who you Daylen, look at. The, I don't even know his name. Like <laughs> <this>. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I just could be a defensive 
energy boost. It just, you know, he, he's got a very awkward shot, but he could have some meaningful minutes that I think would be more worthwhile because, you know, what, what did we talk about earlier? You kind of said w- w- during our conversation over the team presidents in town and our power rankings, mm-hmm. where are the Bulls going? What's the plan? Are they, what are they going? Are they doing this season? What's the purpose? And Dale and Terry, playing a rookie, at least would get you some experience for somebody who needs it. Yeah, well, I mean, I said I don't believe they've got a – I don't understand their plan. I don't understand their path. I don't know where they're going or what they're doing. I think it's interesting, though, that you believe they should just terminate the franchise. No, no. Is that what you said? They should just cut everybody and no no longer – No, it isn't what I said. I misunderstood. You're putting words in my mouth. I mean, I, why do you? I thought Sox fans were positive today. Why are you going so negative? I'm not going negative. I, I I thought that's what you said. No, you, I, I you think, want the franchise to go defunct? Did you not say that? No, I did not say that. I think that I want them to take the last 23 games or whatever and get some uh, experience because going the other way, it's a waste of. I think if you, what are you accomplishing if you bring in Russell Westbrook right. for 23 games? Right. They have lost six straight games. Well, I think. Is that where the losing streak uh, is right now? Yeah. Since we had this conversation, games. six straight games. We started considering oh, the possibility God. of Russell Westbrook. Yeah. They haven't won since. No. They haven't earned the right to go to the buyout market. So save your money, save your time, save your headache, save us all of that angst. I mean, you could argue that if you learned anything out of the dunk contest, <laughs> it's that maybe some of the guys on the Windy City Bulls deserve a shot. <laughs> Thank you. That's a great conclusion. That Listen, that's not the biggest leap that we've heard this morning. So I think that's a really interesting conclusion oh, to reach. God, it's exhausting. Absolutely exhausting. It's a lot that's exhausting. I'm glad I don't have to talk about the But Bulls enough for about the White Sox. Yeah. You know, the White Sox say. Stop it. Elvis Andrews, can't you get okay. a little happy about yes. that? A yes. little bit. Just a little I, bit. I like the move. I you like know, Elvis Andrews. So does, so does uh, Pakoda. Pakoda. Dakota loves the move. It's the only way the Sox can get a win, for God's sake. One projected win. I'll take it. 312-644-6767. We are, uh, we're going to bring in the great Dan, uh, Dan, Dan Hampton. What the hell happened to Mully? The great Tom Thayer and Mark Grody, Mr. Fun, one of the great men in God's earth. We're going to bring those guys in. They're doing the next show, and we are very excited to talk to them. Apparently, we're... Like we have a texter saying, "Way to go, guys! Working is this like a big thing?" It's that Monday, we President's Day, big day, okay. big weekend, big right. sports weekend. We're here. Yeah, well, we're here tomorrow too. By the way, we're here tomorrow, and hopefully, we're here for a long time. Okay, I don't know. What have you heard? What have you heard? <laughs> Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, six seven to score. Thank you very much. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.